a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for your grace given to us to see yet another day. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in the precious name of Jesus Christ. I commit today into your hands. I decree that it shall be a day of blessing. It shall be a day of favor. You will frustrate every works of the enemy over our life and you will shine your light and your favor upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to appreciate the Lord. So Lord, I thank you for the privilege you have given unto me to see yet another day. I bless you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for opening heavens over my life. It are exalted in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We honor you. We adore you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Raise up your hands into the heavenlies and declare, Heaven is opened over my life today. Heaven is opened over my household today. Heaven is opened over my business today. In the mighty name of Jesus, every power closing the doors of heaven against me, I arrest them in the mighty name of Jesus. The authority that Satan has over my heavens be dismantled be nullified in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. All the enchantments against my life, pack your load and return back to sender in the name of Jesus. Declare it. All enchantments against my life, pack your load and return back to your sender in the mighty name of Jesus. Every single consultation with the wicked headers of the coven of my father's house and of my mother's house be frustrated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Magic powder, demonic powder sprayed or blown into the air against my destiny. I use the blood of Jesus to neutralize your effect over my life in Jesus' name. I take divine authority and I rest every power weakening my spiritual authority. Every plantation of the enemy in my life, I command them to be uprooted this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree that today is the day of my favor. Today is the day of my blessing. Every door I knock shall open for me. Declare it. 
every request I make, I shall receive. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Whatever the enemy has placed on my path to cause hindrance, to cause diversions, to cause delays, the wind of God is blowing them away. The wind of God is blowing them away. I receive divine speed to fulfill my destiny. I receive divine speed to fulfill my destiny. Declare that this morning. I command the owners of evil load to carry their load. Owners of infirmities to carry their load. Owners of sickness to carry their load. Owners of poverty to carry their load. Today I stand upon the authority that is in the word of God and I reject every demonic bewitchment. I reject every demonic bewitchment assigned against my life, assigned against my soul in the name of Jesus. Lastly, declare that every instrument of delay, every instrument of attack, instrument of darkness walking against my life be paralyzed i speak over your life as a servant of the lord i decree that this is the day that the lord has made it is your season of rejoicing it is your season of favor i pray that the word of god the promises of god in your life will become like the hammer that will break all the rocks of the enemy in your life into pieces. All the seed you have sown will begin to germinate. The favor of the Lord will overpower you and carry you to the next level of your life. In Jesus' name, I have declared. A very good morning to you. I want to thank God for Yet another day he has given unto us. It is not by power, it is not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I have come to you this morning with the living word of God as we continue in our series, waiting upon the Lord as a single person. What are the requirements? What are the things that is required of you in order for you to hear the voice of God as regards that relationship? Yesterday I emphasized the importance of seeking the face of God concerning your decisions. It is not limited to only marriage. Everything that has to pertain that has to do with our life, we must seek his face to either seek his approval or for him to make the choice for us. The things that pleases him. Making, cho- making our own choice and seeking God's approval is not bad, but we must also learn to take it to the next level and totally depend on God for him to make his own choice for us. I emphasize the need to seek the face of God before you say yes. 
before you say I do to anyone or before you even propose to anyone don't allow the hurt from people the rejection from people to rush you into making decisions that you will regret later in the future there are many people around the world many christian around the world who wishes to come out of their marriage because they were forced into it they did not understand the the meaning of the word marriage they rushed into it and now they wish they can they can leave because things are not working the way they expected some fail in their marital obligations because right from the beginning they don't even understand what it means to be married they still think that they own their own soul to be able to make their own decision we have men who beat their wives out of anger we have men women who cheat on their husbands who cheat on their wives forgetting the vows they made on the on the altar we have women being disrespectful lacking submission denying their husband fighting every day what does not please God for his children is being done in marriages today. We have people who are even married on the altar, poisoning themselves. Why? Because they did not understand the purpose of marriage. They did not understand why they went into the marriage in the first place. Some went into marriage as as at that time they had a problem they had life issues they don't know where to go there is nobody and somebody proposed to them they saw that as an escape route and then they just enter into the marriage without even counting the cost by the time they enter the marriage they see the challenges inside they become withdrawn they become loners within the marriage we have men who do not even count the cost right from the beginning and as soon as challenges of childbearing begin to show up the woman is not able to conceive the woman is always sick they feel frustrated and they begin to compound the problem in the marriage that is why it is very important before you go into it pray very well and seek the face of God make sure nothing is pushing you nothing or no one is rushing you into marriage you have to understand it very well and seek the face of God very well before you rush into it oh age is not on my side I am getting off my prime age I need to get anyone so as soon as anyone shows up you will not even seek the face of god you want to say yes i do 
the marriage, the wedding ceremony is not the marriage. It is the journey within the marriage that counts. It is impossible for you to embark on a journey that God does not endorse, that God will not be with you. Moses said, if you will not go with us, we will not go. Because God was angry with them. And God told him that he's going to send an angel to go with them. Moses understood the importance of God going with them and the difference between God and the angels following them. An angel will only do what God permits him to do. But God can do anything he wants to do. Moses said, no, God, if you are not going with us, we are also not going. That should be your response. When a man proposes to you, when you start noticing that you are having interest in a woman, your first line of response is to seek God. Oh Lord, if you are not going with me, I am not going. You can save yourself from unnecessary future problems. Where things you don't even know will begin to pop up in the future without you knowing what to do. So it is better to seek the face of God. Know his foundation. Understand what the purpose of God is for his life. Yesterday I spoke about understanding your purpose. When you understand your purpose, it also gives you the opportunity to be able to seek the face of God and understand the purpose of your spouse so that you know how to put yourself in their journey because the journey is for two people two people who are coming together to embark on the same journey together what it means is that when we come together as one we have to find common grounds of supporting each other to fulfill each other's dreams one person's dream must not swallow another person's dream unless if the other person felt the need or faced the need to quit on their own dream to support the other person and such person needs to be appreciated when they quit their dream to back your own dream up marriage is not a place where everybody chases their own this one go this side the other one go this side it will eventually affect the marriage and affect the children. Turn with me to the book of 1 John, 4, 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. We love him because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. Today, I am talking about developing a deeper relationship with God. Because somebody you are not in relationship with, somebody you are not in communication with you will not know the sound of their voice neither will you know their style of communication you want to hear the voice of god but you don't have a personal relationship with him it is going to be difficult you may hear the voice of the devil and think it is god that is speaking to you a young man was praying for the direction of God 
You already met this lady. It is said that this lady is from the Marine Kingdom. But the lady disguised herself to be a child of God in the house of God. She behaved very well. The brother fell in love with her. And anytime he prays, he sees her in his dream, saving him from trouble. And then he assumes that means the person is the will of God for his life. They got married. The pastor warned him. He refused. So they got married. The first night of their marriage, the woman wake the husband up in the middle of the night. He said, I would love to reveal myself to you. The man said, what are you talking about? I know you. You are my wife. You are so and so. No, he said, you don't know me. I need to reveal myself to you. And the day you tell anybody, that is the day you die. The woman turned to a big snake in their bedroom. He ran out of the room, ran to the pastor's house. Pastor, I don't want to do it again. My wife is not who she portrayed herself to be. She's a snake. The pastor laughed. He said, listen, this journey is for better, for worse. Go and stay with your snake wife. You cannot go anywhere. <laughs> so it is very important for you to develop a serious relationship with God, a personal relationship with God. Don't be the kind of Christian who always depend on his pastor, who always depend on his prophet to make important decisions of his or her life. We see in part and we prophesy in part. It will take a deeper relationship between you and God for only you to understand his purpose for your life. God can grant me access to some information about your destiny. I may be able to see how far God wants to take you. I may be able to see what calling God is giving to you. But I may not be involved in the information that pertains to the covenant between you and God. As a matter of fact, God will only give me surface information about that relationship. God will only give me surface information about your future. God is not going to go deeper for me unless I decide to pray deeper and ask God, Father, open my eyes to see deeper things about this person so that I can guide him or her. And sometimes you pray that prayer, God will not even mind you because the information is not for you, it's for the person. So every one of us need to have that personal relationship with God so that we can have deeper revelations of how far he wants to take us in any area of our life, marriage included, career included, ministry. Those are, those are the important areas of our life, your ministry your marriage, your location, and your what is the blueprint of your destiny. Those things are very important. These are informations that you must have access to yourself, not a third party. Many people have entered into to, to the gutter because the pastor saw something and he could not interpret it very well. There is, so, there is, there is, there is something about you seeing a vision having a vision 
having a revelation about somebody. Another thing is to be able to well interpret what you saw and articulate what you saw. Sometimes, when God opened my eyes to see things about somebody, there are, there are times that I would, I would say it immediately because it is very clear. There are times I need to go back to God and pray very well about it before I will say anything. There are things I have seen that I never even tell people. I just go, proceed and pray about it until God takes care of the, the problem. There are things you see that you have to go to God and pray very well for the Holy Spirit to give you proper insight into what vision or what revelation you have seen about somebody before you rush and go and interpret something else for the person that you mess up the destiny and the, the future of that person. And many people today are falling victim of this. Somebody is supposed to be your helper. You are not supposed to be in any relationship with that person. There are several people that have they brought someone to me. Oh, daddy, pray for me. This man is coming into my life every, every time. He's always there for us. He's always there for us. He's taking care of us, me and my siblings. I don't know, maybe you want to marry me. And then you start assuming that the person is, God has sent the person to your life for the person to come and marry you. And you start making the mistake of losing yourself around the person, showing some character trait that shows you are interested in the person. The person eventually succumb, and then after some time, the person get tired and then they leave, and then they leave with everything that they came to do in your life. There are people that God just send them into your life to help you out. They are not there to be in relationship with you. They are not there to marry you. They are not there to, to fall in love with you. They are just there to guide you. They are, they are there to be your helper. Some are there to counsel you. Some women even fall in love with, with their pastor. Because the pastor gives them attention and the pastor is single. But because the pastor is always there, when they have problems, he's giving them attention. And then they assume that, oh, the pastor loves them. The pastor is just doing his job as a shepherd. And the day they made their intention or their suspicion known to somebody who is close to the pastor, and that one alerted the pastor, the pastor suddenly withdraw himself because he never had any intention of doing anything with the person. And then the person assumed that, oh, the pastor is interested in me. That's why he's doing all this thing for me. That will close the door of that help against yourself for assuming wrong. When you have a, a deeper relationship with God, you will be able to identify who is my helper, who is going to be the one that is going to marry me. You will not confuse everyone that comes into your life to be somebody who is interested in you. Many women, many men have made these mistakes and they have lost out on a lot of divine help that God sent their way. Who told you that an opposite sex cannot help an opposite sex without demanding anything from them? I have seen, I have seen it. A man comes into your life, sees you as his daughter because you have, you have the same energy, 
you have the same trait that his daughter has he has lost his daughter maybe to death or to divorce or whatever he sees you and he's always seen his daughter in you and he wants to help you he wants to do everything for you he doesn't want any other thing from you when you need school fees he gives you when you when you need food he gives you then you start assuming that oh the man likes you then you start losing yourself around the person at the end of the day the person withdraws himself from you because he had a different intention and you had a different intention a deeper relationship with god is going to give you understanding god loves us that is why he sent his son to us he wants to have a relationship with us he wants to have a relationship with us and a deeper relationship with god will help you to recognize the voice of god because you will constantly hear the voice of God. You see, the voice of God is different from every other voices. The flesh can speak. Your mind can speak. The devil can speak to you. The foundational powers in your house can speak to you. Marine powers who want to mess up your future can speak to you. In fact, they can conjure a perfect dream, a perfect revelation for you that will show that this woman is your wife. But whereas the person has been sent into your life to destroy your destiny, to destroy your life, to slow down your destiny. You will have a perfect revelation about a man being the, 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 the man that will take you to your destination. Whereas is the snake that has been sent into your life to kill you untimely and to mess up your joy. Make you suffer. You'll be in that marriage, you'll be as if you are alone in the world. In that marriage, you suffer. Your needs cannot be met. And you are not even free to seek the face of God. Genesis chapter 5, verse 1. Genesis chapter 5, verse 1. Say, In the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. That is a pointer to the fact that God wants us to look like him. He wants us to look like him. He wants us to operate like him. Why would you create somebody to look like you? Because you want to behold the person. You want to see yourself in that person. You want to behold your beauty in that person. God fashioned you in his image because he wants to behold his glory in your life. He wants to see you every day. Exactly the way you want to see your daughter. Exactly the way you want to see your son. Every day. If your children travel, Maybe they go on excursion or they, they are now in the university. They are, now, they are no longer with you. Your heart is always beating after them because you want to see them always. You want to talk to them always because they are a replica of who you are. You are a, they are a replica of who you are. Your parent loves you. It's the same way our Father in heaven loves us. He wants to have that relationship with us so that he can guide us directly. He doesn't need any third party doesn't need any. as a father would you would you prefer to go and tell your neighbor the plans that you have for your children and tell your neighbor to communicate the plan to your children on your behalf when you are under the same roof with your children it's not possible the prophets the pastors are the neighbors they are they are your neighbor we are your neighbors we are not supposed to be in between your relationship with God. May I will tell you the truth. 
any pastor who wants to assume the role of over everything in your life is deceiving you. Any pastor who cannot tell you how to develop a personal relationship between you and your heavenly father is deceiving you, is using you. The work of a pastor, the work of an apostle, the work of a prophet is to guide, to instruct, to edify, to encourage, help you to develop that relationship with him so that you can come back and help the household of faith and you help the, the, in edifying the household of faith. You can stand on your own, talk to God on your own, and when God speaks to you, you bring whatever it is that you have heard, you bring it to your pastor, and let him also know, oh, this is what the Lord is talking to me about. Then based on his personal relationship with God, he will also go to God and pray to confirm if it was God that was speaking to you or some stray demons that is around that was speaking to you to help you identify which one is the will of God and which one is not the will of God and his role is to just guide you God told me different thing let us pray more about this to have a clear revelation not for him to come back and say no God said you should marry brother John instead a lot of people have entered into problem because of that you enter marriage, you are having problem. Oh, you want to pray. You are not even sure why you married the person. It was, it was my pastor who said I should marry him. Pastors are neighbors. They are neighbors. We are not supposed to be in between your relationship and God. We are supposed to guide you. We are supposed to be a shepherd. Any man of God who is always directing your attention to himself is fake take it from me any man of God who will always direct his attention your attention to himself take your attention away from Christ the solid rock the author and the finisher of uh, our faith your prophet is not the finisher of your faith is not the author is not the author of anything pertaining to your soul so he does not have the right to make decisions for you when it comes to your future. The only right he has is to guide you. My brother, my sister, this is what the Lord is telling me about this decision you want to make. I will advise you to go and pray more and seek the face of God for clearer revelation. And then when you humble yourself and you go ahead and pray, you will see the reason why the pastor is hesitant about the relationship. If you come back and say, oh, daddy, I have prayed and I still want to go ahead, he does not have the right to stop you. I've seen many church obstructing people's marriage. They say they are marriage committee. They say they are marriage committee and they can even stop your marriage if your wife-to-be sees one of them and she mistakenly, she forgets to greet one of the married committee members. The next married committee meeting, they will cancel your marriage. Is that what Christ taught us? That's not what why Christ came. Or because they have made themselves gods. That is why you have to develop a personal relationship with God so that you have 
access to first-hand information about your destiny so that when you are confused where your pastor comes in is for him to confirm that what God has told you is the truth for him to guide you on how to how to obey God guide you to where you are going to receive the answer to the prayers or to the instruction that God has given you guide you how to implement the instruction that God has given to you but if you don't want to have relationship with God you don't want to have personal prayer life you don't want to develop that relationship to the extent where you hear the voice of God God speaks in diverse ways you can pray and God will give you a Bible passage you will go and read it it gives delivers the message that you are looking for some God speaks to them in dreams some is by trance some is by open vision some is by closed vision some is by revelation some is by hearing his voice some is by the word of knowledge the spirit of perception you will perceive that this decision I'm making is the right that's the inner witness tells you that this decision you are making is the right one the next thing you do is to go to your pastor and confirm if it is God that is speaking to you of course the man to have to be spiritual because we have so many pastors that are not even spiritual the last time he heard the voice of God was about 10 years ago the last time he heard the voice of God was about 10 years ago and this is the person you go to to guide you and then they will tell you that what you have seen is wrong it is not God that is showing you it is your mind that is talking to you whereas you are sure that God was the one talking to you how do you know if somebody is still with God how do you know if God is still talking to you, to somebody Bible says by their fruits you shall know them the moment somebody become proud the moment somebody begin to pursue the mundane things of this earth the moment the goal and the the purpose of your prophet begin to change and he want to now become flamboyant he want to be he want to start pursuing the things of this world you know that is going small small so be very wary of people who guides you so that you don't end, they, they don't go and guide you inside gutter they're already inside gutter themselves they guide you you join them in the gutter to avoid this it is very important for you to have a personal relationship with god maybe other pastor will not tell you because they always want you to come back to them oh daddy sir daddy sir what is god saying about me and they'll tell you mm, god says you should go and eat banku oh my daddy uh, daddy said god says i should go and eat banku then you go and eat banku then you develop also you now begin to ask yourself why but daddy said daddy said did he force you when it comes to your relationship when it comes to your marriage when it comes to your your future direction when you come to your your choice of location where you will stay to implement your destiny it is a it is a responsibility of yourself it is your responsibility to develop a relationship with god and discover that by yourself what you needed from your pastor is confirmation i am not saying that if you have not developed yourself to that extent 
you can still not seek the help of your pastor for him to guide you. You you can. But you must also try to pray your own so that no matter what spiritual level you are, God will come down to your level to speak to you because it is something that pertains to his purpose for your life. He will give you dreams. Dreams are basic way of God's communication with his children. Even unbelievers have dreams. If God is communicating with unbelievers in their dreams and is guiding them about their life until he guides them to where they receive Christ, you think God cannot talk to you? It is very important. There is no direction if you don't know the director. You cannot go and collect instruction from your neighbor about what your father wants for you. You go to your father directly. There is privacy law between you and God. No matter how deep my relationship is with God, there are some things that God will show me at a glance. He will never give me the detail about the destiny of other people. He will never do it. It will just give you at a glance. All those, I am now in your grandmother's house. I am seeing this. I am seeing that. They are at a glance. We see in part and we prophesy in part. There are deep things that God will not reveal to your prophet about you. That when you develop that personal relationship with him, he will reveal them to you because they are private information for you alone. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 12. Listen to God. Say, I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. God wants you. He wants to walk among you. He wants to be your God. He wants to be part of you and he wants to be his own. You cannot receive successful marital instructions without a personal relationship with God. Before you even go to God at all, develop that relationship. Don't develop the relationship because now you want God to speak to you about your marriage. That is when you now start fasting, you start praying. Make it a lifestyle habit. Make it a lifestyle. Make it your habit. Spend time with God. Go to a solitary place. Take a break. Go for personal retreat. Go for personal retreat. Take a break. Find a silent place where there is no noise. Where you can just go. Pray small prayer and stay silent. And see what he will say to you. Create time and go to that place of silence and see what he will say to you. Write the name of that person in a paper. Take his picture. Go to a private place to go and seek the face of God about him. People have sent me names. And when they send me names, I will see what God showed me. And I will tell them, this is what God showed me. But I am not telling you that it is an endorsement for you to go and start a relationship with a person. But if you do this, if you do this, if you pray like this, if you pray like this, let's see what God is going to tell you. 
and then they will go and pray themselves when they pray and then they come back i say oh pastor, uh, pastor it is true uh, i will want to go with him that is based on the information that you have based on the hints i gave to you and then you went and pray and you have that confirmation that that person is the one some they will see clearly they will have revelation clearly about who they're supposed to marry and then by the time they go closer to the person the person have toxic attitude the person have toxic attitude that they are not even willing to change toxic behaviors bad habits that they have learned that they are they are refusing they are even justifying themselves in that toxic behaviors and then they find themselves walking away because those toxic attitude will destroy the purpose of that marriage is god at fault god is not at fault for pairing the two of you together but we must be ready to learn new things and unlearn the bad things we that life has taught us if we are not willing to change there is no room for progress god wants you god wants you and a deeper relationship with him is what you will grant you access to the joy that you are seeking not limited to your marital life but every area of your life you see in his presence the bible says there is fullness of joy that is right and there is pleasure forevermore you want fullness of joy concerning your marriage stay in his presence you want pleasure of life good things of life stay in his presence the bible did not say in your pastor's presence in your pro- many of us we have turned our prophet to our god many of us we have turned our leader to our god that we no longer pray once you see daddy your heart is at peace you are laying a faulty foundation for your life by making your pastor the foundation of your life christ is the solid rock every other ground is sinking sand the pastor is a flesh and his duty is to guide the pastor also needs Christ as a solid foundation. You cannot make him your foundation. You cannot make your prophet, your bishop, your apostle, your foundation. It is wrong. We are here to guide. We are called to hold your hands, to join you in that journey. When you are close to the destination, then we leave you there and leave you to walk into your destination yourself. Then we go back and look for another person to guide. That is just the duty of a pastor. There is a sea. The world is like the sea. Many people do not know how to swim. The pastor is the one who understands the terrain. He knows the, the, the sea. He knows the right place to swim at. He can swim. So his duty is to hold you and swim you through the river. When you get to the river bank, 
he leaves you there you continue your journey the pastor goes swim back to the other bank of the river to pick other people to cross this same river in the process many pastors drown in the sea trying to help others because they 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 put helping others first so there must be balance don't make all the decisions of your life based on what your bishop says that's the truth of the word of god develop a relationship with god i always say it i don't joke with it anytime you come to our church i tell you i am not your god i am not jesus i am here to do what the lord has called me to do to guide you how to pray to guide you how to have a relationship with god to guide you okay this is what the lord has revealed to me about you you have the authority to go home and pray about it this is the prophecy that i'm giving you you have the authority to go home and pray about it until it comes to pass not that you will not pray some when you when they are in when they are under spiritual attack self and god even speak to you that okay fast for three days make sure you declare these prayers make sure you declare these prayers they will not fast they will not pray and then they will be calling you pastor i have prayed have you done the fasting yes sir have you prayed yes sir you think if i give you prayer if i give you if god tell me to give you prayer and fasting and you you are doing the fasting i will not know i will know if you don't do it i will know because i'm an intercessor i will feel the the prompting of your spirit i will i will feel the prompting of your soul in that prayer when i'm praying for you when i'm interceding for you i will feel there will be some some sort of spiritual connection when we are praying that prayer that's how the spiritual the, the spiritual works i will feel your faith i will feel your agitation you don't pray when the problem becomes complicated you are running back oh pastor things are not working did you pray wake up in midnight and pray i told somebody i went to his house to pray i told him this place you have rented the environment will see your end make sure by three months make sure by three month time collect your money and leave this environment you say yes sir the next thing i noticed that he's still in the place even me i did not know why god said he should leave the place after three months i didn't know the next thing i will hear is that somebody has killed him inside the house inside that same place i told him not to spend more than three months What killed him? The devil or disobedience? Many a times we will hear instruction from God. God will even speak to us through our dreams. And then 
somebody will tell you leave this place or don't do this thing don't do this thing based on the interpretation of this dream that you saw and then you go ahead and do your own thing then when you enter problem you are you are running at a scatter may god give us the spirit of obedience and the grace not to be lazy in his presence go to god go to god and develop a relationship with him then you will know you will know as the man is even coming because the the the, the spirit of god is alive in you because of constant relationship with god as the man is approaching you you will see his intention from afar the Holy Spirit will tell you be careful of this man that is coming be wary of him you will hear the voice of god clearly be wary of him he's a deceiver clearly god wants to be involved in our life i bless you with the blessing of abraham with the blessing of isaac with the blessing of israel in jesus name I believe you've been blessed by today's message. Please share to bless your family and friends. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at at_evas. God bless you.